0: From the city where pro wrestling gets elevated, Denver, Colorado's very own Mr. Fourth Row.
1: welcome back to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, uh, Mr. Fourth Row, and uh, joining me on this episode, I've got the one and only Jason Knoll. Jason, how are you doing? I'm
0: pretty good.
1: Pretty excited. Great. So, uh, first question, out of the chute, how did you get introduced into this wacky world of professional wrestling?
0: Oh, man, this dates way back to when I was about three and a half. Uh, I remember, you know, uh, my mom sitting me down and wanting me to uh, sit down and watch this wrestling show with her, and uh, I do remember seeing the big boss man on there, and uh, I was like, wow, wow, there's a cop doing this? And, you know, I'm just watching the show just totally mesmerized and couldn't take my eyes off of it, and I fallen in, in
1: love with it ever since. Oh wow! Uh, so uh, would you say that then the 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 big boss man has been uh, kind of holds a, a special place uh, for you in your uh, a, on, on your fandom part of the the wrestling uh, for you? Oh yes,
0: <laughs> yes. I, I I remember distinctly thinking like right after that show, was like that's a cop doing this wrestling thing. And you know, that was just the most mind blowing thing in the world to me. And I remember uh, after the show, I'm doing drop kicks on my dad's leg. So the bug already bit me by then.
1: (laughs) That's uh, fantastic. I love it. Uh, uh, Did you have any other uh, uh, favorites uh, uh, growing up and and watching as well?
0: Oh, I had so many. Uh, There was Brian Pillman. uh, Nick Bockwinkle, Mr. Perfect, uh, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Jake the Snake, Brett the Hitman hard I mean, the list just goes on and on. Uh, I, uh, I really did like uh, Brutus Beefcake. I was, I was uh, really, really enthralled with him, you know, because he, he just had the best wrestling music to me. And uh, I still have that uh, opinion today. I think he's got the best wrestling music ever. And, you know, this is the whole thing to snowball for me you know, and it's, we're, at 33 or so years later and, you know, nothing's changed.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, so speaking of that, uh, what, uh, got you, uh, in the thinking of the mode that, uh, you wanted to, uh, to do the thing, do this?
0: Oh, I mean, I kind of already knew, you know, like I knew from a really young age, but, uh, I do remember watching uh, Brett the Hitman Hard and British Bulldog, SummerSlam 92, mm. uh, Wembley Stadium. You know, I bought the pay-per-view just for that match because, you know, I I just love Brett Hard. I loved the Bulldog. They were two of my favorites, and they were going to actually wrestle for the Intercontinental Championship, and uh, I always thought the Intercontinental Championship was pretty cool, too, so it was just like all of that coming together and then uh, the match that they had, you know, I, I remember, you know, there was a pinball or something. I remember just jumping up and just hoping this match would never end. And, uh, and Bulldog beat Brad, which I, I kind of sort of was really rooting for the British Bulldog and, and he won, but, uh, that was the message that just goes, Oh my gosh, like I've got to do that.
1: Oh, Okay, well, so then from from there, uh, how did you uh, pursue that? Uh, how did you uh, get yourself, uh, you know, basically into the ring?
0: Well, I mean, you know, I I would always get in trouble, you know, wrestling with the, the kids at school, you know, my brother and sister, you know, my cousins, yeah. all that. So I mean, like like all that you know, like never went away for me. But uh, I do remember around two thousand. You know, I thought that maybe I should start trying to find a wrestling school somewhere. And uh, my buddy, uh, Chris, uh, she found uh, APWA Fusion. And I went up there and I I remember uh, just wanting to to watch a a practice that they had. And I was like, yeah, I can do this. It looks hard, but I think I can do it. And uh, a week later, I paid my fees and had
1: my tryout
0: and the rest is history.
1: Oh yeah. Uh so um how did that uh tryout go? Uh anything that you, you different than uh, what you thought? Uh, I mean
0: I I always thought wrestling practice always consisted of uh doing the moves and learning them and, and everything but I didn't know we would have to run around the building for laps for conditioning and yeah. we'd have to run the ropes for conditioning uh, do drills and stuff, you know, like all that stuff was like really new to me. And, uh, I didn't expect all that, but yeah. after watching that, uh, first practice, you know, I, I just remember driving home, just picturing myself, you know, going back to the EPWA training, thinking about at wrestling and shows, like what would my gear would be? What, what, what music would I have? What would my gimmick be? You know, uh, I mean just like all these, these different things, uh, but as far as the training goes, you know uh, I just uh, thought it was really just learning moves and learning how to take them and learning how to give them, but I didn't think there would be so much conditioning and selling yourself right. and promo work and, and things so
1: right So yeah, yeah. that was
0: a, that was an eye-opener for sure.
1: Yeah definitely. Uh, so who was uh, your first trainer? Uh,
0: Billy Roberts and Jeff McAllister, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, Billy Roberts as Billy B, uh, and of course, Jeff McAllister, you know, he's, yeah. uh, with Rocky Mountain Pro now, but those were my two trainers.
1: Ah, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, great. So, uh, um, how long from, uh, the time you, uh, started training to, uh, getting your, uh, first match? Oh, it
0: was around five or six months or so. Okay,
1: and and what was and what was your first match? What was it like? Oh
0: boy, I remember this. Uh, you know, it, my first match was a a little bit unorthodox. I, I remember uh, wrestling Matt Yadin, uh for my first match, and very first thing we did, he he wrenched my arm and blew his knee out immediately. Oh shoot. And you know me being a rookie, you know, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like you know, I thought he just fell, so I was just gonna pick him up and try and uh, work with him, but it turned out that he blew his knee out, so I didn't know what to do, so I ended up wrestling uh, Jack Maizel that night.
1: Oh wow! So, uh, uh, so was that match? Uh, was the match stopped? Was it called off? Was it? Uh, what what happened in that match with Yaden? Oh yeah, he
0: We had to throw that match out because oh. he suffered a, a a knee injury. Right. Uh, it Took him about a year to get back, or maybe even longer than that. But, uh, but yeah, it was stopped on site.
1: Oh. Yikes! Yeah, and like like you you were kind of alluding to you know you're uh, you're you know new in the business and uh, the the term that they use is uh you know how do you how do you, somebody so new how do you uh try to work through that match and, and carry the match, you know? You, you had no idea how to do that at the time?
0: No, not at all. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I kind of knew some stuff, you know, uh, with, with my training and everything, but I knew Jack the title was the veteran, so yeah. I decided to listen to him, and he carried me to uh, probably the, the best match I could have had at that time.
1: Okay. So, but, so yeah. So, uh, going on to that match, uh, how, how was that, uh, match with, uh, Jack, uh, uh did it did it go well? Did you, you you feel accomplished at getting through that first match? Oh
0: yeah. Uh, I remember when it first happened, you know, uh, Billy was looking for someone to, uh, to wrestle me later that night. And it was, it was almost like, Billy didn't even have a, a chance to put a period on the end of his sentence before Jack goes, yeah, I'll wrestle him. <sighs> and uh, I just remember, like, Jack putting me over, like, a, a million bucks, just making uh, this greenhorn rookie look as great as he could. Uh, for my experience level at that time, yeah. you know, uh, Jack did the best he could, and
1: I think we, we did really good for my first match. Oh, good. That's awesome. Uh, did you ever have you ever had to uh, wrestle um, any of your uh, trainers in a match?
0: Oh yeah, I've uh, I wrestled both of them several times. Uh, you know, I, I remember wrestling Billy uh, at the Red Lion Hotel, and I, I know that we had a, a training seminar with Simon Dean that day, and uh, you know he was. Uh, asking if anybody knew how to work the leg, and you know, me, you know, just trying to impress him. You know, I was like, hey, I know a couple things, and and uh, Simon goes, Okay, I want you to work the leg tonight. And he goes, Are you a heel? I was like, yeah, he goes, Oh, okay, even better. But then uh, Billy was kind of upset with me that day because uh, they had a, a planned thing later on that night, and you know, we were trying to get out of it, you know. I, Me just being green still, you know, I didn't really know much, but, you know, I was like, yeah, I I can do some things with the leg, you know, I'm just trying to impress. And, uh, yeah, Billy was pretty upset with me that day. Uh, I wrestled Jeff twice that I remember. Uh, First match didn't go so well just because, you know, I I don't know what was going on. I think I was just so nervous working with a guy like Jeff, but Mm -hmm. our second match went a lot better.
1: Yeah, and, and and the nerves of uh, you know wanting to do to well well with uh, somebody that uh, trained you, and you you kind of feel that pressure that this should be a good match because we've you know worked all this time to get me into the ring, right? Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's nerves any time that you know you, you wrestle someone that you respect so much on that level. Yeah. So I think that was a, a big part of it. Uh, but yeah, I I think I just shot myself in the foot both times.
1: Oh, yikes. Uh, so, uh, so from, so from there, uh, did you, uh, start, uh, kind of, um, you know, got more experience, uh, under your belt per se and, uh, kind of branched out, uh, to, uh, other companies than the, you know, where you kind of started from or.
0: Well, back in those days, fusion didn't allow, uh, anyone to wrestle locally for okay. anyone else. Okay. Uh, but I, I've been to a couple places like Utah. I was in uh, Sandy. Or, I mean, not San Diego, uh, South Dakota. Okay. Uh, a time or two. Uh, I went out to Texas once. Uh, so I mean, like things like that. You know. Uh, you know, definitely helped me. You know, outside of fusion. You know, getting to work with other people than I was used to. Right. And then, uh, of course, Fusion closed down in uh, late 2009. And I got a chance to work with uh, ACW. You know, it was, uh, Brandon and I have been talking a little bit before all that, you know, and I was uh, wanting to come in there. But, uh, you know, when uh, Fusion closed, I went straight to ACW and I got opportunity because of my time in ACW, mm-hmm. you know, getting to, uh, to be one of the top guys there. So that was definitely... Uh, a good development for me, you know, to be able to uh to learn out what it was like to be a main eventer somewhere and to, to kind of carry that into other places that I've worked.
1: Yeah. So what's it like that uh very first time to uh go to a uh another promotion and especially uh, out of state uh nerves, you know, trying to you know meet everybody and you know and you know make connections and all that kind of stuff like that?
0: It was at first, you know, the first first time I went outside of uh,
1: Fusion was
0: uh, a deal in South Dakota. I think we were doing a tribute show for Johnny Grunge, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I think so. It was it was a tribute show for someone, but I, I do remember uh, Jack. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Zach Gallon being a part of that show, and he wrestled Tony Morales. Oh, and uh, you know I. it it was definitely a culture shock for me because I didn't know anybody out there. You know, I I had no clue who anybody was, you know, so that was, uh, that was definitely a good learning experience to uh, work with somebody that I didn't know.
1: Yeah. 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 I'll bet. Uh, so, um, your, your, your time in the, you know, career, I think I've, uh, you know, I, I first saw you in, uh, uh, you know in uh rocky mountain pro uh you know uh, and then from there uh i've seen you uh you know branch out to a, a lot of different promotions you were kind of uh, hitting it pretty heavy uh getting into uh you know colorado springs wrestling and you know a few other places uh, how's it to and and you've you've uh, had a couple different characters how's it uh feel to uh kind of work a, di- a couple of different, uh, characters, uh, in, uh, in, 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 different promotions.
0: I loved it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thought I got better doing character stuff that I was doing and all these other different promotions. Uh, you know, I, I always have fun doing me, you know, but, uh, yeah. you know, to actually take myself out of, you know, my comfort zone and learn how to, be another character right. was definitely a challenge and one of the funnest times that I can remember in my career.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I specifically kind of want to ask you with your, uh, yeah, this is kind of funny, your time with the law, kind of a interesting way to, th- to think about it. That was, uh, that was seemed like so much fun and you and, uh, your, uh, and your tag team partner, uh, you guys drew so much heat. I mean, how was it, uh, you know, feeling that heat? And, and were you getting satisfaction that you guys were doing a, a fantastic job because of uh, the reaction you guys were getting? Oh,
0: gosh, that was so much fun, you know, to, to go out there and, and just, you know, piss the fans off so much. And <laughs> then they would come up to the show and be like, oh, you guys were awesome. Yeah, we love booing you guys. We love to hate you. You know that—that uh, that to me was like, okay, mission accomplished. This is working. You know, and then they uh, uh, started throwing donuts at us on yeah. our entrance, and I was like, I, I turned to Damien Payne. I was like, Yeah, yeah, we got
1: him. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Uh... You guys got the opportunity to get back and just wheel, uh, you know, chuck those donuts back at the crowd. <laughs> that was that was a crazy time. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, now... Uh, no, you go ahead. Oh, I was just going
0: to say, you know, that was uh, more of Damien throwing the, uh, yeah. the the donuts back in the fans. Like, I was always trying to have fun with them. Like, you know, I'd, I'd slip in them or... I'd, uh, and I'd have my opponents feed it to me or something like that. Or, you know, I, I try and kick it out, it out into the crowd and stuff. Like, you know, that, that was more Damien throwing the donuts back, but, uh, but I mean, we both embraced it. We absolutely loved it.
1: Yeah. And so now knowing, uh, what I did here at the beginning of this, uh, interview, uh, was this kind of a, a plan all along because of your, uh, You know when you got into when you got introduced into wrestling with the the big boss man and kind of uh, was it like a little bit of a a tribute or an homage to him uh, playing uh, that character?
0: To be honest, no, Uh, I never even thought about that until you just said it. Okay, Uh, that was actually a a, that Joe came up with. Okay, you know, uh, he he came to us after a, a Primo show, and he goes what do you guys think about being these corrupt cops? And I thought, you know, I mean, I kind of like what we're doing, you know, with the, uh, the whole toad thing. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I, I want to see how far we can take it. And, uh, you know, we did our first show at the the cop gimmick and it was just like, yep, yeah, we we're doing this now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so, so you, uh, so you um, got to uh, do this uh, uh, these characters in a, a couple different promotions, then.
0: Actually, yeah, uh, you know with CSW, uh, you know uh, God rest soul, uh, Chris Chavez uh, yeah. was working with Primos at the time. I was doing the, the cop unit. and of course, he started the thing in uh, Colorado Springs, which, of right. course, we know is a uh, CSW, now. and. Uh, you know, he was approaching me and was like, would you, would you like to come in and do the cop gimmick there? I was like, I would love it. I, I would just, I, I'd, I'd like to do anything to, to be able to get into this company because, you know, I'm from Colorado Springs and yeah. but I have family there and everything. So, you know, I wanted to work for CSW anyway, but I was already having so much fun with the cop thing. And I was like, yes, I jumped at the chance.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, since you, since you brought him up, uh, uh, how was it, uh, how was it working with, uh, with Chris and your, uh, interactions, uh, with him on a, uh, professional and, uh, personal level?
0: Oh, gosh, Chris was the absolute nicest guy. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I've always appreciated what he was able to do with CSW because, you know, uh, the wrestling scene in Colorado just wasn't very popular, you know, back when I first started. And then of course, ACW came around and, you know, they kind of helped put Colorado Springs wrestling on the map. And then of course, uh, uh Chris Chavez opens up, uh, CSW. And, uh, I couldn't believe that he was actually getting pretty big crowds for being Colorado Springs.
1: Yeah. So
0: that was very exciting to me. And, uh, you know, Chris was just down to earth, just an easy guy to deal with. I missed that guy to death.
1: I know. We we I know we all do. And uh, it, when I got to uh, interview him, it was a, a great interview. And it the one of the things that uh, impressed me the most, well, per, uh, professionally with him, was he even sometimes, even though he had a million things going on that night, he had time to say. Um, Hi to, you know, to, to people that he knew and thanked everybody for coming. And, uh, and then, you know, when I talked to him, he's like, you know, one of my biggest faults is that I wanted to get everybody on the show <laughs> <laughs> that he liked, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, a lot of promoters uh, have made that mistake, of course, you know, you yeah. got to call a spade a spade. Right. But I mean, you know, that, that just goes to show what kind of guy that Chris was, you know, and you mentioned how he would, you know, always go around, thanking everybody for coming, you know, asking how they liked the show and everything, you know, that's a rare thing, you know, I I don't see that a whole lot with promoters and really ever to be honest with you, but Chris did it. And I, I think that kind of separated him from a lot of other promoters that I've worked with just overall.
1: Yeah. And, and and you know and and now it's it's fantastic because uh he has uh now set the uh, legacy, set the ground for work for uh, uh, CSW uh continuing to go and um you know, you even got uh, people like me uh you know coming down from uh Denver to attend their shows as well. So uh you know, he did something right. You know, and he, he like I he said, he just thought it was like a dead zone and it just, he's like, why not, why not, uh, have, uh, we need to have wrestling in the Springs, you know? So that's, uh, great that he, uh, set that up. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, transitioning, uh, from there, uh, you know, throughout your, uh, your career, uh, who have been some of the, uh, favorite, uh, people that you've, uh, liked, uh, working with in the ring?
0: There are so many, uh, one of my favorite uh, opponents is definitely Tony Morales. Uh, okay. for some reason we just, click, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of, kind of like a night off working with Tony Morales is because he's so knowledgeable and he gets heat so easy. You know, when I'm working at the face, you know, it's, it's so easy working with a guy like Tony Morales, you know, and I, I teamed up with him a few times too, you know, uh, and he's actually one of my better friends in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know this guy, but uh, there was this guy named Superstar. Uh, he was Michael Tys' brother. But, I mean, uh, we used to just kill it in the ring, you know, when we were working in ACW, and uh, we worked in uh, NRW back when Rocky Mountain Pro was NRW. Uh-huh. You know, uh, we've done some things in New Era. You know, uh, he's definitely one of my favorites. Uh, so far... Probably my favorite opponent
1: to to date
0: is uh, Aaron the Candyman.
1: Oh, cool! I, yeah, I've heard that uh, heard that name. Um, I'm not uh, completely familiar with them, but uh, I've heard that name uh, thrown around. Uh, I I think I just kind of basically I you know I haven't been in the you know have my eye on the business for that long here locally, but I've heard stories about people and have seen a few things, but I think I just kind of missed, uh, missed a few things. So it's, it's that's why I love uh, talking to, to everybody. Cause we get to hear these stories and then of course, you know, let the listeners know these stories as well. <laughs> uh, uh, what about on the flip side of that, uh, tag team, uh, who's your, like one of your, your favorite, uh, partners to work with. And then, you know, across the ring, uh, some of the, the teams that you've enjoyed, uh, uh, you know, facing off with as well. Well, why uh I mean,
0: I've had a few, but there was this guy named uh, Mr. QQ uh, dating back into Fusion, you know, and uh, he lived in Colorado Springs with with uh, with me, you know, and uh, of course, you know, we did a carpool up together and everything, so, you know, we kind of had a chemistry before that, but before we actually became a team, like, you know, uh, we kind of knew each other, but... Uh, but he's definitely one that I would have liked to have done more with, but uh, I thought that we were a very good tag team for the time that we were. Uh, Damian Payne, of course, uh, is a is a standout to me. Uh, I teamed up with Jason for, uh, for a few times in uh, uh, ACW, and uh, Phoenix. Phoenix is a, another one that I teamed up with in uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, it's kind of hard to, to pick a favorite, but I mean, all those guys were so instrumental into my development and, uh, you know, helping me bring those characters out when I had to, uh, as far as tag teams that I, I like to wrestle, uh, there was this tag team that I wrestled with and, uh, Primo's from Las Vegas that were really good. I forgot their name. Um, uh, I really like working with market street riot. Uh, those are, uh, some of my favorite guys too, uh, uh, Diorem with uh, uh, Matt Yaden and, uh, and Mars Ferrer, or however you say that. But uh, we wrestled them a few times, and I I really enjoyed working with them. Uh, I've worked with the Gorillas a few times; that was very fun. Uh, there's there's just so many throughout my career, and it's it's just so hard to pick just one. But those are some of my standouts.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Um, okay. And then you know, and then maybe even on the flip side of that, um, I've seen uh you uh play a diff a lot of different uh uh characters in uh, you know, from time to time. Uh what kind of stands out uh from being able to uh kind of transition from yourself to, you know, teaming up with the law and then also your you're going to have to forgive me. I can't remember the uh your your other character uh that you are um uh behind a mask and uh, and and stuff. Uh remind me of that. What that character's name was? Oh, that was Abatu. Abatu. Yeah, I just I was like I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember it cuz I've only seen Abatu a few times. Uh what was it like uh being able to like I said pull off all these characters from from time to time and you know and, you know, kind of just out, out of the blue, sometimes it just was like, ah, oh, one will just appear, you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's uh, it's kind of weird, you know, that you, know, you wrestle in different promotions, and it's a good idea to, to be able to have a few different gimmicks going in, you know, have a few different kinds of characters. You know, uh, neither one of those two characters were things that I personally come up with, but you know, I just thought, okay, we're going to be monsters. We need to, we need to know what a monster looks like. We need to know what a monster behaves like. We need, we need to know what a monster would do in, the, in this, and that situation. And uh, you know, studying the way that they move, the way they talk, you know, just their different kind of mannerisms helped me.
1: Ah, yeah, I, I, I see. Um. Yeah, so it, it yeah that's uh, that's fantastic. Um, so one thing I was kind of um thinking about, and I'm trying to remember, um, just because of uh how things are going on uh with the current uh, state of aware uh, affairs in the uh you know you know in the world right now. Uh, at uh you know one thing that uh, is kind of going on, and I before I get to there, um, did you? I bet you're chomping at the bit to get back into that wrestling ring. Uh,
0: I I didn't get that last part.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I said with the current state of affairs and you know all the wrestling shows have been put on pause. Um, are you uh, chomping at the bit mm-hmm. to, to get that get back into that wrestling ring and have uh, matches again?
0: Oh, well, already! I I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am to be able to get back into a wrestling ring and, you know, doing this thing that I've loved for 33 or so odd years, you know, I've, I've just been just waiting for the perfect opportunity. And then, uh, I get this opportunity with, uh, Primo's again to be able to get back into the ring. And I'm excited beyond belief. Yeah.
1: And well, and before, and before we get there, um, uh before kind of things got uh, put got put on pause one of the last uh shows in the uh in the area was uh, uh new era wrestling's uh cabin uh fever um i'm trying to remember did you were you able were you on that show cuz it was just kind of a weird experience overall with the things are going on
0: yes sir uh was was that
1: uh march or
0: yeah, March. Was that was, March?
1: Yeah, like March fourteenth. So it was like it was like. Yes, one, sir. I was right? on that. Okay, how 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 was that? Uh, what was the, uh, uh, feeling of that show um, in in the locker room with with everybody and. Uh, you know with uh you know the owners of new era wrestling you know and all that kind of stuff like that was it just kind of a kind of a weird feeling just because of things that are going on and you know the kind of precautions that you know we were asked you know they were probably asking all the wrestlers to to do with the fans and all that kind of stuff like that how how was the how was that general feel did did you take from there?
0: Well I mean I kind of went into that show thinking that it might be done for a while just because uh, it, it, it was a uh, fairly new at the time and we yeah. didn't know anything about,
1: Everything.
0: uh, the coronavirus and whatnot. Yeah. You know, so I had a feeling that might be the last one coming up for a while. Uh, so I of course wanted to put my best foot forward, you know, and I want to do that all the time, but you know, I just kind of had that gut feeling that that might be, uh, that might be it for a while. So I was definitely, uh, looking to go out with the bang. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, at first it didn't really sink in what was really happening just because, you know, it was fairly new at the time. Uh, but, uh, I kind of felt like, you know, if we're gonna, we're gonna do this, this might be the last one for a while. So, you know, it was, uh, you know, full speed ahead, you know, just wanted to do the best I could to put on a good show to, to last a while.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, because it because it basically was in in my opinion, it was basically like that next week because I because I remember, um, you know, next week after that would have been St. Patrick's Day. Hey, let's go to the bar, let's go to the restaurants, and that's when uh, you know, the restaurants and everything started getting closed. Was was that St. Patrick's Day, you know? And it was like, oh, of all the days that you're gonna start closing restaurants, you know, because they probably look forward to the revenue that they they were so yeah like i said it was uh it was like they you know new era got their got their show in uh that in right before that so uh so if we fast forward to to now uh you know shows are shows are coming up and uh the show uh primos is having their show this friday uh the 19th and you've got a match uh for that uh show it's the um Uh, Black Lives Matter uh, show for Primos. Uh, It's an all um, black uh, wrestling event. Uh, How's that, uh, first of all, before we talk about your match, how's that feel to be able to um, get the, you know, get the uh, recognition uh, that uh, that that Primos is uh, giving to uh, the talent for that show?
0: You know, I, I think that's so remarkable. You know, I don't, I don't see any other promotions doing that now. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm starting to see more companies open up, which I think is awesome. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I haven't seen anyone do a show like this specifically for the Black Lives Matter movement.
1: Right. And, you know,
0: just to be able to be on that show and even offered a spot on that show, which is, this is such an honor, yeah. you know, uh, I can't even put it into words.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, additionally, uh, the, uh, uh, fundraising, like, uh, uh, is going to be happening for that show. So, uh, if you guys are listening, uh, plug that real quick. Uh, the, uh, so if you go to Primo's, uh, uh, wrestling's, uh, Facebook page, there's a GoFundMe link. You can, you want to donate and, uh, that money will go to, uh, uh, help that cause. Um, so your match, uh, you've, uh, got, uh, paired up there with, uh, Curtis Cole, (laughs) your, your thoughts, uh, getting in the the ring with, uh, him for this, uh, for this show.
0: You know, I, I'm so excited. Uh, I just can't stand it. You know, Friday can't come soon enough for me. You know, I, I, I just can't wait to work with Curtis Cole. You know, I think he's improved and gotten so much better. In the short time that he's been wrestling now,
1: yeah,
0: and uh, I just I can't wait to see how I can hang with him now, and uh, you know, be able to burn it up with him again. You know, it's I'm so excited. I I can't wait till Friday. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, I think, I think a lot of people are, uh, it's, it's, um, overall this entire card has got some, uh, fanat- fantastic and intriguing matchups. If I, I can personally say, I, it's like, oh man, it's like, God, why, why haven't we had these matchups before this? Why did it take this to get these kind of matchups, you know, uh, put into place, you know, do you, do you agree with that?
0: Well, I mean, yes and no. I, I've seen a few good matchups in a bunch of different places.
1: Right. You know,
0: uh, but I mean, Joe definitely hit the jackpot with this one. You know, there's so many matches that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I know that uh, that uh, Justin Dier is coming back, and I'm a yeah. huge fan of his. I can't wait to see uh, Bruce Wayne against Eric Angel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I've,
0: I've, I've got so much for Bruce Wayans and I and Eric Angel and I go so back. Right. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what they're going to do. Uh, I'm excited to wrestle Curtis Cole. Just so many uh, different matches that are finally coming to light. You know, I know that Filter's going to be on that show, who I'm a big fan of outside of the ring. You know, I, I think Joe is, uh, has definitely hit a home run with his booking on this one.
1: Yeah. I I I definitely agree with that. All right. So, um before we uh wrap this up, what about the we we talked about the near future, but what about the uh the far future? Uh do you have any uh people that you'd like to get into the the ring with and this can be uh anywhere, anyhow, anytime, you know, if you can say it, it can happen.
0: There's so many people that I still want to work with uh, and people that I already have, like Austin Logan, uh, Baila Links, Damon Ace, you know, uh, even Bromac. I, I'm starting to, to see some good stuff out of him. Uh, there's some guys that, uh, that are in Rocky Mountain Pro that I would like to work with, like Bruce Wayans, uh, Severino Carrente is probably one of the best wrestlers in the state right now. I'd love to, to test my, uh, my medal against him. Mm. You know, there's a few other guys in uh, Rocky
1: Mountain Pro that I'm looking forward to, to working with someday down the road. Well, wow. that's that's awesome. That's cool. Great. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, I think that's a fantastic list. Like you said, uh, well, you named a a lot of the uh, the new crop of talent that we have uh, in the uh, area uh, coming up, and they're all making a a splash. If I if I if I could say they're they're, uh, they, they're, you know, some of them are going to probably go, probably are not going to be with us for very long. <laughs> if you, if you get my drift, I think they're going to go to higher, higher, uh, echelons, uh, because they're that damn good. Uh, all right. So, all right. Well, I want to thank you for uh coming on to the, uh, episode of, uh, the wrestling without the two podcast. but before I do let you go, uh, people wanted to, uh, follow you on the, uh, social medias, uh. Where could they do that? And um, do you have any other um, upcoming shows people should uh, maybe uh, keep an eye out for you that you're going to be at?
0: Well, uh, I'm going to try and make it down to CSW uh, one of these days. I've been wanting to to do business with them again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keep an eye out for New Era to to open back up. Right. Uh, You know, i like to see what, what happens with uh, Primo's and uh, what's going on with uh, Asylum Wrestling. Yeah. I'd like to see what goes on there. You know, I never know where it might turn up. Uh, as far as social media goes, uh, I'm just on the Facebook right now. Uh, I'm not too familiar with uh, Twitter or Snapchat or anything like that. Uh, I might be getting a Twitter soon. You never know. But uh, Facebook is the place to go if you want to get me on social media for, for right now.
1: All right. Okay, awesome. That's uh, that's great. Well, um, I do want to wish you uh, luck in your match uh, this uh, Friday, and uh, as well as everybody that's uh, participating on the card. And uh, like I said, I do want to thank you for your uh, time for coming on, and I uh, can't wait to see you uh, in person in the future. Well, thank you, Ari. It's
0: been a pleasure.
1: Once again, a big thank you to Jason Knoll for coming on to this episode of the uh, Wrestling with Altitude podcast and introducing himself to all of our listeners. Uh, catch him uh, at the uh, uh, Primos Premier Pro Wrestling uh, Black Lives Matter uh, show this Friday, and uh, speaking of which, if you guys want to get uh, tickets to that, well. Uh, you can't, they're sold out. <laughs> uh, just like a lot of things are going to probably be happening with uh, a lot of shows right now. We're going to have uh reduced capacity for fans, uh, that whole, uh, distancing thing. But however, if you still want to support the show and you are not going to be able to attend, uh, there's a couple things. Head over to the, uh, Primos, uh, Pro Wrestling's Facebook page, and they have a GoFundMe uh, page uh, set up, so you can uh, donate there as well. Also, they are having a silent auction, got a bunch of uh, donated items from uh, businesses and uh, companies, so you're gonna that's gonna be happening on Friday as well. So if you guys can, uh, additionally, just continue to head over to their Facebook page, and you'll find all of the uh, uh exact details uh hopefully will be on there uh, soon how to uh participate and bid in that auction at the current time of this recording they are not available but they should be soon so i would like to see you guys all support but that's not the only thing that's on the calendar uh as previous uh episodes go uh Colorado Springs uh wrestling is having their uh headlocks for hospice Telethon. Yeah, I was gonna call it a, I was gonna call it an event, but no, it's a telethon. And uh that is also sold out. <laughs> so if you guys do not have tickets uh to that, uh you can uh still watch through their Facebook and YouTube page. Uh it's gonna be an all-day event. Uh they got uh it happening uh at three different time slots, so eleven AM to one p.m., four p.m. to eight p.m or to, to, sorry, to 6 PM and then 8 PM to, uh, 10 PM. So, uh, if you guys, uh, aren't going to be able to attend. They too also have a, a, GoFundMe, uh, page set up for, uh, the, uh, Headlocks for Hospice as well. So if you guys can support that, uh, that would be great as well. So hope to see you guys. All doing that and watching these uh, great shows. Uh, So hopefully uh, next week, the uh, Week in Review will come back. Uh, But before we get out of here, uh, let's uh, thank the Trending Topics Network for helping this show out. And if you do like this show, want to catch other great shows such as this, uh, subscribe to them in your uh, favorite podcast, uh, catch your application of your choice and you'll catch other great shows such as all beer inside the Eurovision showcase old school at the movies and wrestling cheers wanting in contact with this show. Wrestling with altitude.com is the website podcast at wrestling with com is the email Facebook page of wrestling with altitude and the Twitter handle of WrestleAltitude. Once again, I want to thank you all for supporting, listening, and having fun wrestling with Altitude.